Welcome to episode 162 of the Scarlet Faithful podcast. It is Aaron Brightman. Happy Friday to you, Friday, September 8th, one day before Rutgers takes on Temple at SHI Stadium, Saturday night, 7.30, Big Ten Network, blackout game. Obviously, huge test for this team, a game they should win, a game they're favored by between 9 and 10 points. Right now it's at 9, started at 10. We'll see where it shakes out tomorrow night. But, uh, you know, wanted to just kind of cover – and I should start by saying, I guess, uh, last week I did a Keys to Victory with David Anderson, a uh, longtime collaborator uh, that I've uh, worked with at On the Banks previously. And he's been, uh, obviously, did positional previews with me and then did the preview last week. He's going to be back at some point. He just had his second child, actually. So congratulations to David Anderson and his family. Uh, so great news for him. He'll be back at some point to do previews and to break down games uh, with me. But for now, uh, I'm going to do my best to do a keys to victory today. I have a lot of content out there on scarletfaithful.com. Please check it out. Uh, between you know, offensive players, I think you have a chance to, to play bigger roles in this game, which I'll touch on. Uh, Storylines for this game, uh, in addition to uh, just steps that Winslet needs to take. Uh, there's so much in terms of the defense. Yesterday we covered on the podcast, you know, the defense versus the Temple offense. So let me get into things, and let me also talk about my prediction, which I also have out in a separate post. I have some game predictions out there, not just the score. But uh, obviously this is a game Rutgers on paper. They should win. Uh, what I'm most curious about, I mean, yes, you know, ball control, time of possession, playing clean football, limiting penalties, limiting turnovers. Uh, you know, the thing with, with, with playing clean, though it's not just – penalties and turnovers, you know, it's uh, missed tackles, it's drop passes. Can Rutgers continue? And they played relatively clean in all areas against Northwestern. Can they do that again tomorrow? The forecast is a little dicey. Uh, thunderstorms are in the forecast. So we'll see how that plays out um, in terms of if it's a, you know, rainy conditions, wet conditions. It doesn't mean that, you know, that they have permission to play sloppy, but um those are all things that go into playing clean football. But, of course, you're going to see Rutgers try to dominate the time possession. I'm very curious to see how Kirk Chirac is going to call the game. Are they going to be as aggressive in the pass game? I think part of that will be with the personnel they have at running back. Sam Brown, Aaron Young, we don't know if they're available. Just a reminder, Big Ten releases availability reports two hours before kickoff now. I'll always have a post out two hours before kickoff as soon as that availability report posts. Uh, so we won't know until then, but will Sam Brown and Aaron Young play? We'll see. I don't think, you know, they should be rushed back. I don't think Rutgers will rush them back. It would be nice to get them some action before Virginia Tech next week. Uh, but we don't really know, you know, too much specifics. It sounds like both are are, are closer to returning than not. Um, but hard to tell at this point. Uh, Kyle Manungai, you know, I think this is definitely a game that he could have a big game. I, I love the way he uh, finished runs at times in that game. Jashawn Benjamin flashed it as well. Um but Gavin Wimsett, you know, is he going to take another positive step in his development? Is he going to continue to go through his progressions, make some good decisions? You know, he did. He was fortunate with a couple passes last week that could have been picked off. I think the biggest key to victory for me, or the, the biggest thing I'm interested in watching this team, it's really kind of double double effect there, is with all the obvious points that they need to play well in terms of holding on to the football, you know, limiting penalties, the defensive line being disruptive, uh, special teams being competent, not making big mistakes. It's how, how much fire is this team going to come out with tomorrow night? I think Shiano is intentionally challenging them. 
Uh, I have the article out with this quote this week saying how Temple should have beat them last year. And it's certainly true to that. Rutgers, you know, got out of Philadelphia, the skin of their teeth, 16-14, got outplayed in that second half. Um, really was an indicator of what was to come in terms of Rutgers struggling on offense uh, and them playing a team that they, they should have, have not skated by in terms of just barely getting out with a victory. And a win is a win is a win. But as dominant as Rutgers was last week against Northwestern, you want to see something similar in this game to just build off of. You want to start stacking consistent performances to build confidence, to build consistency uh, on both ends, both sides of the football. But just in terms of the demeanor and mentality of this team, for this team to get to six wins, they have to fight. And Temple, you know, it's a, it's a local game. It's a regional game. But I, you know that the staff has been all over them this week for how poorly they played against Temple last week. And and let's see how they respond. I think that is a huge – it's not just a key to the game. It's not just something interesting to watch for. But I think it is a, a sign for what potentially could be the rest of the season. Um, if this team comes out hungry, if this team comes out fighting defensively, you know, it, it's going to be interesting because, listen, Temple's going to throw a ton. And – Rutgers, you know, if they get an early lead, how conservative will they get? I know there is some concern, you know, was was Shiano, did, did he did he tighten the reins in the second half against Northwestern? They were up 17-0, then 24-0. Obviously, 24-0, you know, you, you don't want to show a lot when you're in those situations. I get that. Um, but, you know, how close are they going to run it? You know, if it's 17-7, early third quarter, I mean, I'm hoping they still run their offense and they're still looking to throw the ball. Uh, that that's something to watch for too. But I think that uh, as a team, you know, how physical are they? Is the offensive line looking to bully that Temple defensive line? What will the rotation be? You know, I wrote about that today. Uh, Gus Alinkis was a surprise starting over um, Ireland Brown. You also had Brian Felter who played more snaps than Curtis Dunlap at uh, left guard as well. That was a surprise. So you pretty much got Needham, Asamoa and Pierce along the line. There was, you know, 10 linemen did play, but those two spots in particular were a little bit of a surprise. So it'd be interesting to see what happens there. But how I, I think for the Rutgers football team, and David Anderson touched on this at some point, I can't remember when. Uh, we've done so many podcasts lately, but, you know, the need to be physical. And Pat Flaherty is that kind of offensive line coach. How physical can this offensive line be to set the tone? You know, they're not going to be perfect. They were pretty good in pass protection last week. They weren't great in run blocking. You know, how physical can they be in this game? I'm sure they got, you know, uh, they, they watched a lot of film and they've talked a lot about it. And that will be interesting to see, too, if the staff feels like Rutgers is clicking with a certain lineup at offensive line that they, they kind of, you know, give it an extended run to in terms of that specific rotation. That's something to watch for as well. But physicality can Rutgers go out and physically dominate and impose their will on Temple because they're going to try to sling it. You know, Dante Wright's a really good receiver. EJ Warner can throw. Uh, he is only six feet, but he counters that with really quick passes, short routes. Uh, I've mentioned, you know, yesterday that the linebackers for Rutgers, uh, Deion Jennings and Tyree Powell specifically are really good at pass, pass protection, excuse me, uh, just pass coverage. Um, but it, this is, this is certainly a test. It's a test. It's it's one they should win. Uh, I don't know. I don't think anyone should have vision and visions uh, or visions, excuse me, of 61 to 14 from two years ago. I don't think we should accept 16 to 14 from last year, you know, but um, 
What I think is going to happen, my prediction, I'm going to go 27-14 Rutgers. I think that they are going to uh, have a similar start in terms of establishing control. I think it'll be closer. I think Temple is better uh, offensively. I Let me clarify that I think Ben Bryant is an overall better quarterback than EJ Warner, but I think Temple's offense is a little more cohesive at this point. Northwestern's offensive line was terrible, and that really killed him. So I think that – and they have some new transfer receivers. Temple's got a little more co- continuity with guys back, uh, with Sadi and, and running back, uh, Mon Anderson back, uh, wide receiver. You have Wright. Uh, you have Robinson Martin, the tight end. So those are all guys that are, you know, for the most part back. So this is a little bit more of a uh, experienced team together. And um, I don't think it's going to be blow up. And just the fact that, you know, Temple does throw it a ton. And you know if Rutgers has a lead, they're going to run it a lot. I, I don't think that that – those are conditions that are going to, you know, lead to a huge margin of victory. Could be wrong. Uh, obviously, there's some X factors involved, special teams. Uh, really hoping Jay Patel has has some uh, multiple opportunities in the kicking game and comes through. Uh, Flynn Appleby, another test for him. Jude McAtammy, underrated storyline was that, you know, he five for five on touchbacks last week in the kickoffs. Who's going to return the football for Rutgers? Are they going to, you know, uh, are they going to bring the house to try to block it, you know, in punt, punt returns? It's going to be th- those are the types of things we'll see more of tomorrow night that will be telling. But overall, you know, aside from the obvious points that I've probably belabored at this point, for me, it's the mentality of this team. Are they dogs? Are they going to go out there and take it from Temple from the get go and just uh, uh, assert their authority, assert their will in front of the blackout home crowd? That to me would be the most encouraging development. They make me may make some mistakes, especially if the weather's a little choppy. Um, but if they have that mentality, if they play with a certain level of energy, if the defense is is all over the place, uh, is if the offense is is breaking tackles, if you know making plays in open space, uh, that offensive line is hitting back, the defensive line is 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 creating pressure and being disruptive. Uh, if the back of the defense is hitting hard, you know Melton and Longerbeam, it's going to be a good test for them with Anderson Jr. And uh, right, uh, the receivers for Temple. It's going to be very interesting to see how they do. So they, they should win those matchups, right? But if you're going to be a top half Big Ten team, you have to. You have to uh, with what is coming. So a lot of interesting things to watch for in this game. I'm super excited for it. But I, I at the end of the day, for me, uh, I just want to see Rutgers come out and, and, and want to play and show that hunger. Because at times, you know, they listen, their, their will, I think, got beat down a little bit last year. And they were playing tight. Uh, you, you could you could see the tension at times, especially on offense. Obviously, it's frustrating when you can't get things going. So I think Chirac is bringing a certain level of confidence and um, assuredness to the offense. I think the defense has a ton of confidence. And that can really breed a really positive environment for them. It should be a great crowd. I hope it's a great crowd. I hope you enjoyed the game. I'm going to have a ton of coverage. I have more content coming out before kickoff, uh, but I'll have that availability report out two hours before kickoff. I'm going to have a live commentary game thread. Uh, again, I had it last week as well, so check that out. Um, and then, you know, I'll have my normal stuff right after the game. It's going to be a late game, uh, but really excited to uh, see this team again. It was a promising start. Can they build on it? Can they stack up back-to-back wins? Can they stack back-to-back uh, promising Performances with week three ahead, Virginia Tech, who plays uh, Purdue, hosts Purdue at noon tomorrow. Something to watch for there. I'll have uh, you know something out on that as well. But 
as weeks go by now, can Rutgers continue to get better? And can they make that week one to week two jump? Teams can make that week one to week two jump. It's going to be really uh, interesting to see if they can do that. I have confidence they will. And thank you for watching and listening once again.